Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of RJ's Pit Stop. We had a race at Las Vegas tonight, in case you didn't realize it. Uh, there was a Sunday night race. If you didn't watch Saints Packers, you could watch the NASCAR race at Vegas. Why there was a Sunday night race, I still don't know. I don't understand it. Tomorrow's not a holiday, so we still have to go to work tomorrow. Get up bright and early in the morning, go to work. Um, I, I really want to look that up and try to figure out what NASCAR's reasoning behind that is, because... Sunday night races are usually reserved for Memorial Day or Labor Day, knowing that Monday's a holiday. But I digress. It was fine. I, I mean, I don't mind having a Sunday night race. Just thought that was a little interesting. Like I mentioned, there happened to be a race at Las Vegas tonight, and a hometown boy, Kurt Busch, got his first win of the season, and he is now locked in to the round of eight. I will be honest, I thought Kurt Busch was going to get eliminated this round. He has just been a guy. He's been there. He's he's just kind of a 12th to 15th place guy, honestly. Um, so I did think he was going to get eliminated this round. This is a huge win for him. It's a huge win for Chip Ganassi, that whole team. Hopefully they can build some momentum going into next season. Going to be bringing Ross Chastain on board. It's going to be big. Um, good for them. I, I You know, great for them. Good, good for Kurt Busch as well. This is a guy that doesn't go to victory lane as much as he should, honestly. Um, he's got talent. He is a former champion. Um, he, he, This guy knows what he's doing. He's got a Daytona 500 win. I was actually surprised to find out this is his first win at his home track in Vegas. Um, I just kind of assumed that he had already had a win there, honestly. I know Kyle has. Kyle's done just about everything, but I thought Kurt had already won at Vegas, uh, but you could tell from the emotion he had in the post-race interview, this is his first, and this win really meant a lot to him. Um, he said it's something that, you know, kids dream of. They want to win at their home track. Yep, that's part of it. That's, uh, that's, that's definitely something to check off your bucket list now, Kurt, so good for him. Good for him. Uh, like I said, he's into the round of eight, he doesn't have to worry about Talladega or the Roval, which are the next two races in this round. Uh, this round's going to get stupid. Uh, next week at Talladega is going to get stupid, but I'll get to that later. It is a shame. It is a, it's a real shame that Ryan Blaney and Matt DiBenedetto got eliminated from the playoffs last week because both of them came out firing and had great runs tonight at Vegas. Matt DiBenedetto had a shot to win. Uh, he ended up finishing the race second. Ryan Blaney finished seventh. Um, Matty D, man, he's close. He is close. He is almost there. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be too much longer until he breaks through and finally gets his first career win. I just hope that he's still driving for the Wood Brothers when he gets that win, and I hope he is the guy that gets Wood Brothers' 100th win. I think that would be so special for the organization, for Leonard and all the other Woods, and it'd be huge for Matt Benedetto If his first career win could be the Wood Brothers' 100th career win, that'd be awesome. be a great moment, honestly. Um, but as I mentioned... It is a shame they got eliminated last week because both of those cars showed up firing tonight, um, and they would have had great points days. Finishing Matt DiBenedetto finishing second, Ryan Blaney finishing seventh. That I think it was the final restart. 
where Ryan Blaney lines up behind Benedetto and is pushing him uh, as they go into, you know, one and two, and Bowman gets down on Blaney's door and gets them separated. If Blaney could have stayed hooked up to Benedetto and pushed him down that backstretch, Matt Benedetto would have been in victory lane tonight. I'd be wearing my Wood Brothers shirt, and there would have been some tears shed in Las Vegas. Let me tell you, that would have been an absolute special moment, especially if Ryan Blaney could have pushed Matt Benedetto to the win. Because we have heard time and time again how Ryan Blaney views that Wood Brothers organization, how much Leonard Glenn, the entire family, means to Ryan Blaney, giving him his first cup ride. He loves those guys. He still talks to the Wood Brothers all the time when they're at the racetrack. Obviously, this year they haven't been able to. Um, so it would have really been special if Ryan Blaney had been the one to push Benedetto to the win. But that's uh, that's going to be a story for another time. Matt Benedetto will get a win. Um, I just hope he's still with Wood Brothers when he finally gets that win, which leads me to some thing, something that they had mentioned on the broadcast a couple different times. The Wood Brothers have until the end of September to notify Matt DiBenedetto and let him know if he will be coming back and driving for the Wood Brothers again next year. That's... Three days away. Today's the 27th. You've got three days. Uh, within these next three days, we're going to know if Matt Benedetto will be returning to the Wood Brothers or if he will have to seek opportunities elsewhere. I really, really, really hope that Matt Benedetto stays with the Wood Brothers. I think this is a great fit. I think Matt Benedetto is the ultimate underdog story. I think the Wood Brothers... Although they were dominant in the 70s, 60s and 70s, this is kind of that little team that could, that, you know, everyone still loves to see. Everyone wants to see the Wood Brothers run up front. That's just, every NASCAR fan I know wants to see the Wood Brothers succeed. If you keep Matt Benedetto in that car, you will succeed. He put the Wood Brothers in the playoffs this year. He's come very close to getting some wins. He's had some great runs, some top fives, some top tens, leading some laps. This guy is your driver, Wood Brothers. Like, this is your guy. Please do not let him go. Um, now, because NASCAR is an unfair business, I understand that there might be some other factors in play here. And the only scenario that makes any sense to me um, is if you let Matt Benedetto go and put Austin Sendrick in that Wood Brothers car because of the Wood Brothers alliance with Team Penske. And let's be real, politics matter. Austin Sendrick's dad, Tim Sendrick, is one of the lead engineers for Roger Penske's IndyCar team. Politics could end up winning out. It would be an absolute shame if they do. I think Austin Sendrick's a good driver, but if I'm a team owner, I would much rather have Matt Benedetto over Austin Sendrick. That's just period. That's it. Um, hopefully, they just keep Austin Sendrick in the Bush Series for another year, let him keep maturing and winning more races and doing things like that. Keep Matt Benedetto in that Wood Brothers car. I cannot stress that enough. I, I really can't. 
Um, but I, we will see. Here in the next couple days, we will find out. But to me, that's the only scenario that makes any sense um, if you don't bring Matt Benedetto back because there is no other option, in my opinion, for the Wood Brothers. If you don't bring Matt Benedetto back and you don't put Austin Cindric in that car, what is your plan for that car? Like, there, there's not a plan, I don't think. So, hopefully it's Matt Benedetto. Hopefully we don't have to keep talking about the Wood Brothers. We can just talk about them chasing that 100th win, which, by the way, they have a great shot to get it next week at Talladega. I mentioned earlier, this weekend is going to be Talladega. It is going to be absolute chaos. If you look at the point standings right now, the playoff points, You've got Kurt Busch, who's locked into the round of eight. And then you've got Harvick and Hamlin, who need absolute catastrophes two weeks in a row to not advance. But in fourth place is Brad Keselowski, and I believe he's only like 16 points above the cut line. That's insane. He's fourth, and then all the way down to eighth and ninth is only 16 points, which is 16 positions on the racetrack. And we're going to Talladega next week, where you can go from 22nd to 2nd in two laps, or you could go from 1st to 18th just going down the backstretch. Um, this, this, the whole playoff grid could be turned upside down next week, and I love it. I think having Talladega in the playoffs is absolutely amazing. I love it. Um, so I am very excited to see the chaos that ensues this upcoming weekend at Talladega. I believe there's going to be fans in the stands. Um, there should be. Talladega's huge. You can fit quite a few fans there. Um, yeah, there was no fans today in Vegas, and it was weird. Especially, that sucks. Let me get back to that. Kurt Busch being the hometown guy, winning at your hometown track, and you don't even have fans there to celebrate with. That really is a shame. And that crossed my mind, too, if Matt Benedetto had won that race. Um, you know, all the hard work, all, you know, everything he's gone through and then he can't celebrate with the fans. That would have sucked. But anyway, there should be fans in Talladega. I would have to look that up exactly how many they're going to let in, but get ready. I understand it is a Sunday. It is two o'clock. Everybody's going to be watching red zone. Everybody's going to be watching their favorite NFL team. I get all that. I think we got baseball playoffs starting. Uh, so there'll probably be some playoff games Sunday. Um, and I don't know when the NBA Finals games are. I don't think anybody's watching them anyway. But um, do yourself a favor. If your team is playing the late window or the Sunday night or the Monday night game, watch Talladega. I don't care how big of a football fan you are, watch Talladega. This year after year after year is one of the best races we have. We have big wrecks. We have crazy finishes. I am stupid hype. For this race, I I'm this is one that you circle on the calendar when the schedule drops. Which, by the way, we're gonna have to discuss that in one of these future episodes. It's September. It's the end of September, and we don't have the 2021 schedule next year. That's interesting. Um, but we do have some schedule news, and that is that next year Homestead Miami will now be the second race of the season following the Daytona 500. I love it. I'm all for efficiency. I think if you're going to go right here and then there's another track like right here, why not just knock them both out at the same time? Uh, so I love if you're going to be in Daytona, just go ahead and come down to Miami next week. Love it. 
I really love it because I live in Tampa, right here in between the two cities. Never know. We might, you know, have some boys coming to Tampa to hang out for a couple days that week. But uh, I love that. Miami being the second race of the season following Daytona. I think that's a great move uh, as far as trying to get the fans from Daytona to Miami. They need to come up with some kind of package deal um, as far as, you know, if you get tickets to both races or something like that. Come up with some kind of deal for the fans. Uh, that would be cool to see. But, again, that's we, we're going to have a whole episode just dedicated to that 2021 schedule when it comes out. Trust me. Because that, that schedule is going to be something. It's going to take a while to digest it. But until then, we have playoffs to get through. Kurt Busch has won at Las Vegas. Does not have to worry about Talladega or the Roval. He can start thinking about those three tracks that are in the round of eight. Talladega, though, is going to be wild. And I cannot wait. So next week, when we meet again, I'm going to be discussing Talladega. And it's going to be awesome. We'll see you guys then.